Security clearance level three or above is required to access files. Command codes verified. Welcome back to GGR Pirate Radio. And now, a special bonus episode. There's like there's literally no way to fit everything that we want to talk about into like a reasonable amount of time, is there? No. No. It's it's like physically impossible. Like we, we we mentioned it briefly when Emily was on about like it, like what do you do with these people that you that you've seen in movies and and that have been producing and directing movies and they're awesome and they're amazing and then you find out that they're just pieces of shit that they're like they're they're pedophiles or they're you know they molest or rape or sexually assault people like do you because I feel like you can still you can separate the art from the artist I have a really hard time with that personally. But, like, I feel like I can still watch The Usual Suspects and appreciate that Kevin Spacey is a fucking amazing actor. It's just everything going forward. I can't support anything that he does now, knowing what I know. His old stuff, it's like, all right, well, this is... He's still a good actor, but goddamn, I can't support anything that he's doing now that'll make him any money. I don't know, man. Like, it's it's not an easy question to answer. Yeah, um, especially because, especially in Spacey's case, because his the 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 charges were dropped. Were they really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even with Anthony Rapp, like. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize the charges were dropped. Yeah. But like his career is pretty much done, isn't it? Yeah, for the most part, I, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, especially after his insane response, where he basically acted like, um, what's the guy's name from uh. Um, Underwood, Frank Thank Underwood. You. Yeah, Frank Underwood. Yeah, like that was a little odd and disturbing, but yeah. And yeah. I'm with you too because I I loved I love House of Cards. Yeah. And like I like I've been I've been going I've been doing this thing lately where I'm like re, I'm like rewatching stuff that I haven't seen in a really yeah. long time, and like part of me really wants to revisit those, especially those early seasons of House of Cards because of how good they were. Yeah. But I'm conflicted. Well. And like, Steve, I wanted to because I hadn't gotten a chance to talk to you because I know you've been busy lately, dude. But like, I wanted to talk about like in context, some of the because like right now there's a huge thing going on with um, Popeye's released a new chicken sandwich, right? And it sounds like, you know, no big deal, whatever. It's just so I obviously know nothing about this story. And I'm wondering, where the hell are you going with this? Okay, so. Popeyes released a chicken sandwich and they basically started a a Twitter war with Chick-fil-A. And surprisingly enough, the LGBTQ community has gotten on board on this and basically is like totally in Popeyes corner right now because they're like, oh, we don't need Chick-fil-A anymore because we can finally stop supporting them because of their their, you know, their homophobic beliefs and we can fully get behind Popeyes. And like Chick-fil-A is like, wait, what? Like. you're gonna say okay it's just it's become a very strange story and like the problem is is like it's multi-layered because i was talking to mc about this like you've got you've got these like entities these these corporations that are acting like people 
And like what we're all missing in this is like people are like, oh, I'm going to take Popeye's side in this because they're morally right because they don't have a pro yeah. They don't donate to charities that, that are anti LGBTQ. But then like everybody's kind of forgetting these are fucking corporations just trying to make a buck. And like yeah. they don't actually have feelings and personalities like and I, I feel about it the exact same way I said at the very beginning of this episode about Sony and Disney. It's like neither of them are morally right. They're both trying to make money like yeah. I, I mean, and that's what their purpose is, is their purpose is to make their product. Now, there's one thing to say, like, is the product you're making moral or not moral? Like, are yeah. you prostituting yourself versus I'm making a chicken sandwich? There's a big difference between those. But for all intents and purposes, the products are equally moral. And if you are getting your worldview from a place that peddles chicken sandwiches, you need to reevaluate your life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I agree with that in principle, Steve. I just as as uh, I have a lot of family members and a lot of friends who are um, who are in the LGBTQ community and they have a real problem with Chick-fil-A. But because of and that's the other thing too is like i think a lot of people are missing part of this is they're attributing chick-fil-a to the beliefs and donations that the ceo is making when almost every single chick-fil-a is franchise and it's hard for me to just say chick-fil-a is evil and just brush them off when i see the chick-fil-a in our neighborhood doing a, a million things to help with low-income families to make sure that they're fed to make sure that kids have books to make sure that like schools have money for their fundraisers like it, it's it's such a complex thing because these ceos make these decisions these billionaires make these decisions and it's like this trickle-down theory where you're attributing like an evil feeling towards this this random dude who lives in your neighborhood who happens to be the franchisee and it's just it's hard to just like completely like you know the, the whole cancel culture concept oh well, yeah chick-fil-a is canceled like it's hard for me to do that when i see all the good that it does in the community like it's i it, think it, yeah go ahead i think there's there's really two sides to it as all essentially or, or two two major aspects to it on the one hand um because this, this this goes directly back to the you know um can you support somebody who has done something? Can you separate the art from the artist? Yeah. Um, there's no way around the fact that um, you are it, it, you're not. You know, I mean, like a franchise is 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 not a it's not it's a small business, but it's not a small business. Um, so you can, if you're giving them your money, you are supporting an individual business owner. Um, or you know, a lot of franchisees are are multi, own multiple locations. Um, so it could be like a, a small conglomerate of franchises. Um, but it does ultimately, you know, part of owning a franchise is you, you pay dues, you, you pay to, to be able to use the license and, and abide by certain rules that the, the, the overall company and corporation set up and maintain. Um, and the, the CEO of this company is making decisions that are, um, directly detrimental to people in the queer community. Um, and, you know, Steve, you're right. You're right. Nobody should be taking their cues from, um, from capitalist enterprises in terms of like where their morality comes through, comes from necessarily. But I think there's a, there's a difference from in, in there's a big difference between taking a cue from them versus um, recognizing that something that they're doing uh, is, in is is doing harm to people um in your community now the flip side of that is the other ar ar argument or the other the other side of this argument is um 
there is no ethical consumption under under capitalism. Everybody who is making any kind of money more than, you know, north of a million dollars is almost certainly doing something horrible because of it. Um, They're invested in some sort of, you know, crazy fucked up backwards thing somewhere down the line. Um, And if they're not consciously um, making these decisions, they're still supplying someone with money to uh, to do these awful things. I mean, if we're going to be super concerned with the stances that companies like Chick-fil-A take, then, you know, are we going to hold up that principle and maintain it? Um, when things like Ike Perlmutter, who is, you, you know, CEO Thank of you. Marvel, yep. um, is, is, you know, best buddies with Trump, um, are, you know, where do you draw that line? And is it a matter of like, well, I can, it, it's easy for me to, to dismiss Chick-fil-A because I can go to Wendy's who also supports Trump, or I can go to McDonald's or I can go to any other restaurant but I really want to go see this new Captain America movie. So I'm going to kind of turn a blind eye to that. Um, I think what it really comes down to is everybody has to ask themselves what they're most comfortable with or least comfortable with in terms of that kind of consumerism. Um, Because wherever you're spending your money, unless it is purely small business, individually owned within your community, you're supporting something awful somewhere down the line. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that because I started thinking about it, like in my head the other day, I was like, is there anybody out there, any millionaire or billionaire who can can say that their hands are clean when it comes to these things that are now pressing issues in our in our world? And I was like, I don't think there really is. But like at the same time, too, like, does that make it right? Does that make it just like it's 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 so frustrating because it's like. One of my things is like, I don't ever want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to be like, well, I stand for this thing, but here I'm going to go out and buy these things from this place that does that. It's just like, and it's so taxing. It's so exhausting. And like, but at the same time, I don't want to just completely give up and just be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go buy Nike shoes and I'm going to go support New Balance because they're Trump's like, it's just not worth it for me. And it's so, it's so tiring. And like, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, well, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we, we have to still live in the world that we live in ultimately. Yeah. And I, I like while we do have to do that, like, it, like, I feel like as long as you're not making excuses, like you can like, like we're all going to go continue to support Marvel despite, you know, what we know about uh, Ike and, and, and the, the stuff that he's done there and the fact that he's best buddies with Trump. I think, it, like like Rambo says, really just coming down to kind of where you draw the line for yourself, and also just kind of not really making excuses about it. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's that's really what it comes down to. Like if you're still watching football, for example, like like I know mm-hmm. me and others are like I like, I don't make ex- I don't make excuses about the fact I know that it's a corrupt organization, and like that's that's just what it is, and it's the same thing for Marvel, like. I'm geeking out about this D23 news, even despite, <laughs> again, knowing that their chairman is best buds with Trump. And, you know, like that's this. It, ultimately, if you go down the list, like we're going to there's going to be something for everybody that they're going to find that they're going to discover like, oh, these people support this 
that they that you know that they themselves wouldn't support or they support this organization that is anti LGBTQ or or whatever the case may be. It's really just where you draw the line and and not making not making excuses about the fact that you know these are messed up people who happen to do something that you enjoy or consume. Yeah. I mean, as long as you can be honest about it and with with yourself, with other people, I think that's really what matters. I don't know. I mean, a little bit of it, though, to me is kind of like, how much is this people screaming about stuff? I mean, like, there's a lot of people who want a virtue signal, too. And I mean, it's like right now, if you guys have retirement, like, what are you invested in right now? Do you know exactly what's in your 401k? Do you know where your clothes were made? Like, no one is perfect. And it doesn't matter how much money you make or what political or any kind of views that you hold like this is a corrupt and like fallen world that we live in and everyone's hands are dirty in some way uh it's just a matter of are you doing things to limit that as much as possible or not i i think that from my standpoint all all that i can do is what we're doing here is making sure that we we are standing our ground on the things that are important to us, you know, and saying like, this is where we draw the line. This is where what we can control because like, I don't know, like it's, yeah, I can't, I can't control this. Like I don't have the money personally to be able to go out and buy only clothing from places that I know are, are ethically treating. Uh, you, did, I know this guy. This sounds fucking horrible. You know, like it's the yeah, truth, that's, though. That's my, it that's is. my fucking point. Fact, man. Yeah, that's my point. Is that yeah. like if, if you know, there's people shouting about like where you should or shouldn't buy a chicken sandwich from. You know, that's the stuff that people are focusing on, but they're not thinking about other things that could be just as equally scandalous. It's just not equally advertised at the moment because it's not in somebody's best interest to make it a hot yeah. button issue um yeah. so I'm, I'm i guess my point is just like there's certain people that right like now that are being vilified there'll be people tomorrow that'll be vilified there's people yeah. in the past that were vilified it's yeah. just a matter of what is convenient what is actually you know benefiting somebody by making someone else a villain i mean i'm of the belief that everyone has their hands dirty in some way or another. Yeah. That that's, and, and honestly to get kind of back to what I was saying before that the only thing that I feel that we can do is, is, is here, you know, in this thing that we're going to be broadcasting and this thing that we're going to be sharing with the internet, with the world needs to be that. And we need to be cognizant of it and at least having the conversations about these sorts of things. And, I think that honestly, I think that us having this conversation is going to ring true with a lot of people. They're going to feel the same way because it's it's got to be tiring. It's got to be exhausting to, because you want to be a good person. You want to do these things that so you're not supporting these these things that are they're causing people s- suffering. But at the same time, too, like, fuck, like <laughs> if I was have any if guys, I, have you any guys seen The Good Place? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. one with is that the one with Kristen Bell? Yeah. Yeah. I've been meaning to show. watch it. Is, is it good? It is a it's wonderful show. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. And yeah. I, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to talk about it too much to to give things away, to give a lot of stuff away because there's a really great reveal in the end of the first season. Oh um, yes, yep. 
Yep. <laughs> All right. I know it's on Hulu or Netflix, yeah. one of the two. And I'll, it, I'll, it's on, I'll it's on Netflix. And um, the the most recent season actually hits Netflix next week on the 27th. It so is... you'll you'll be completely you'll be completely caught up if you start watching okay. um next week. I'll I'll jump on that then for sure. Guys, this is this is a wonderful conversation where all of your hearts lie. And I know that like it's never gonna be a thing where like anybody's gonna roll their eyes and oh, here we go again. Lunsford being a bleeding heart. Like you guys all understand where I'm coming from. I understand where you're all coming from. And we all essentially are on the same page for where we want to be. And that that's why and honestly i think that that's what's gonna make this world go forward that's gonna put us in a better place decades from now hopefully is that we're going to be able as a people to to identify that and know that like at least i know this person is is coming from the right place and maybe they came from a different place to come to this point now but we can work together to try to find these things that will make this world function and not be because God, it is depressing seeing some of the things that are going on, and like it's it's hard, especially being the type of person that I am. Because I mean, I am an emotional person by nature, but like seeing like what's going on in the Amazon right now, and like hearing our our president say that he is the chosen one, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? Like this guy actually said this. He's the chosen. The Jews chose him. We chose him as our chosen one. He's our Messiah. Really? Like dude, dude, we said like, no to. I mean, we said no to Jesus, but we were like, no, nah, it's fucking Trump. Now we're good. Like no, like what the hell? Like yeah, like I'm I'm not. I'm not a Trump supporter. Like I'm a conservative, but I yeah. don't really abide by a lot of what Trump is doing. And I, you know, I'm pretty plugged into the Christian community that, that I'm a part of. And even people are like, you know, the, the people that are, you know, are Trump supporters and call themselves Christians are kind of like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's a pretty famous book called the harbinger which is one of those books that it's like i decoded the bible so i know when the end of times is coming you're like no you don't but whatever and then people are like it's coming it's coming this is one of those signs so even the people that are supposed to be his most ardent supporters are kind of like all right that's a little much buddy (laughs) like take it back a peg when he said that it's it's a nightmare it's just a it's a nightmare and it just is it's God, I hope we get out of this in, two, in 2020 or yeah, yeah, 2020. Yeah, 2020. I just ugh, it's an it's an absolute nightmare. And. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, and, and MC and I had like a, a going like conversation like throughout the week about this sort of stuff. And like when he basically like he clued me in on all the horrible shit that Ike Perlmutter has done. And I was like, are you serious? He said that like yep. he's a piece of human garbage. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. he's yeah. He, like, if you could condense, um, like, evil capitalists into a singular entity, it's like Perlmutter. It's it's like they made Lex Luthor into a real person. Only without the charisma or yeah. intelligence. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, the, the only, so for years, up until, like, two weeks ago, the only known photo of, like, Perlmutter was from, like, uh, a shareholder meeting, or a shareholder, uh, like, like a, a booklet from the like mid eighties, there's a new photo of him that's been released and it's because it's him shaking Trump's hand at some fucking rally or some shit. Yeah. He's just yeah, Jesus. It's speaking of political stuff. David Coke died. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's... <laughs> Jeez. 
I just like fuck that awful piece of shit. He is. <laughs> I, I I hope that if there is a hell, I hope he's there and I hope it's hot. Um, Ron Perlman said it best. He's like uh, hoping for a speedy speedy reunion for the Koch brothers. Um, oh <laughs> I try so hard not to, to <laughs> it, will, ish, wish ill on the on the deceased, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay in this. I, case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I'm gonna leave that one alone. But yeah, guys, we'll, we'll come back to this. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, GreatGeekRefuge.com, for more podcasts and our awesome articles. Juice bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>